All right, we're here on the post show. What's this? This is my favorite new album from the last year, 2016. Um, band's called Milky Chance. This is their debut Why album. We play, we asking, I asked you for a song. And like, oh, we are, I already introed with them once, but figured it would just. But I mean, I've listened to this album dozens, over a dozen times. Probably Ooh. not two dozen, uh-huh. but uh, I'm like. When I discovered these guys, I'm like, oh, I want to find more stuff from them. It's like, oh, this is their debut album. Mm. But I just want to play them as kind of a wrap-up for 2016 because I just think that Milky Chance is some of the best new stuff that I found. So tell me about the Star Wars Minute podcast. I never listened to it. I heard about it on, like, Douglas Williams. Um, I haven't. <coughs> so I learned about it about that time when he was first mm-hmm. on. I listened to a few episodes they spend about 20 they so the 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 premise of the podcast is each podcast covers 60 seconds of screen time yeah so the first episode covers the crawl in just a little bit more and they spend like 20 minutes just dissecting those 60 seconds of screen time okay so that's that's the star wars minute and so they it, did they it's did kind new, of a, it's kind of a gimmicky film well, that, like that, you said, like you like you said in our chat, right? Mm-hmm. It's like this arbitrary time limit of sixty seconds is kind of limiting. It, it's not, it's not very ingenuous to the screenwriters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you're not going to go and, and like watch. Okay, they recommend watching minute twenty three and minute. 44, minute 45, 46, and minute 62, and then watch from uh, 1 hour 15 to 1 hour one hour 17, then skip to 1 hour 26. Because that's, yeah, that, that doesn't, it doesn't right. well, give you enjoyment of I mean, your product. You can really get deep into the filmmaking part of it. I mean, sure. But the breaks are an arbitrary thing. It'd probably be a. You could do Star Wars slow motion and make your breaks, make your breaks, <laughs> yeah. make your breaks a little more. You could do as much detail, mm-hmm. but break on scenes on cuts. How about that? How about camera cuts? Is where you break your podcast. Ooh, that still doesn't necessarily camera but cuts. You, necessarily you could, scenes. You, but but it'd be a fun episode where it's only like sixteen frames. Oh God! You know, <laughs> so you have to spend twenty <laughs> minutes on sixteen frames. <laughs> You know that'd be fu- fun I to think try in Star Wars because Star Wars. One of the things about about the at least the the main sequence movies is they have that wipe, right? They do the different types uh-huh. of wipes. Yeah. So from wipe to wipe may be interesting. Yeah. Because then, because there, there's a dis- that is a transition. It's like you know what reminds me of. Remember when uh, GI Joe or Transformers or whatever, and they did the, the spinning Decepticon right. or Autobot logo. logo. Yeah. That's you know okay transition. We're going from. <laughs> From one storyline to another, or at least one, you 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 got a clean break in terms of what we're talking about. So, um, since we're talking about Star Wars and one, are you done with Star Wars Minute? Uh, yeah, Star Wars Minute. Yeah, no, I don't yeah. have anything else to add. Um, <laughs> I was trying to figure out how to do this tweet and make it really land with a punch, but you know, like all of you're complaining about Rogue One, I wanted to say you, that you accidentally downloaded the. Um, Star Wars Holiday Special. <laughs> I I watched that. Not the whole thing. I watched parts of it the other day. I, I would be surprised if you could watch, get through the whole thing. 
It is insanity. This was made in 1978. Yep, the year after Star Wars. Year after Star Wars. It has Mark Hamill, Harrison Ford, Carrie Fisher. Keep in mind that this was a time when, if you liked Star Wars, you couldn't get home video. Yes. You couldn't get... You couldn't even, like... But there were probably... I remember... There was probably radio dramatizations. I remember there were radio dramatizations, but you couldn't like record. I mean, there wasn't an easy way to record them, play yeah. them back. If you wanted to experience, that I remember shit again. listening to Empire or was it Return of the Jedi? Yeah, they all three had 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 radio dramas. I remember sitting in front of my parents' stereo, which was this big yeah. furniture console thing, mm-hmm. and I was looking at the speaker, looking at the little red light that was on the speaker, and listening to Empire. I'm pretty sure it was Empire. It might have been Return of the Jedi, but. Um, so I'm sure there was the radio dramatization, but it was only when they aired it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I get that you were starving for this movie that wasn't in theaters. There was anymore. at one point there was a disco Star Wars theme, and I remember reading something about it like four or five years ago. That that was the only way you could get those Star Wars sound effects. Okay, was to play that record because there was no home video. If you wanted to be reminded of Star Wars, it's a different time. I mean, mm-hmm. different way of consuming media altogether but you had records <coughs> so you wanted right. to hear beep 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 like R2-D2 and then hear the laser sound and the <laughs> whoa, whoa. Oh, and man. yeah you can listen to the disco so song. the the holiday special the opening scene is Han and Chewie and the Millennium Falcon and they're trying to get back to uh, Yashik to Kashik to, for Life Day and that's a fine scene, even though it's stiffly acted and the effects are awful. But the second scene is really... Can I play the disco theme to Star Wars? Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay, I've heard this before. I think yeah. you've played it for me. This was... John Williams is turning in his grave that he's not in yet. I recently read an article that uh, John Williams has never watched Star Wars. Hmm? John Williams oh. has never watched Star Wars. <laughs> and it kind of makes sense because if you listen to his other stuff, like Superman, kind of sort of sounds like Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, Jurassic Park, kind of sort of sounds like Indiana Jones. They all kind of sort of sound. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, they're anthems and yeah. uh, things like that. This is, yeah, this is definitely good. I don't hear Imperial March or anything. This is just Star Wars. Uh-huh. Makes me think, like, what was the, what was it like going to see, the nerds who went to go see Star Wars, they probably were like, well, I mean, it had such a cultural impact that it sticks around till, to this day. That's how impressive it was. It sticks around, but, like, like, look at, like, I don't know, I'm trying to, like, put my head in that mind, uh, like, in that time frame. Well, here's the Leia's name. But this is at least thought out and composed. The Star Wars Holiday Special. Here, hold on a second. Let me play yeah. you a little bit of that. <coughs> oh, I've seen it. Let me play the I, listeners. I, Here, I mean... I should give you the MST3K version, or at least the Rift Tracks version. At least you get, you know, you can watch people and make fun of it. Uh, that would be good, but... Uh, <coughs> where is that? Here we go. Let's play this. 
Hold on, let me yeah, skip. B. It. Arthur was in that, oh. and there was okay. A... So there is a five-minute scene uh, in Chewbacca's house. Oh, is this with Grandpa? It was Grandpa, whose name is Itchy. Uh huh. The his grand, his Chewbacca's son, whose name is Lumpy, and uh, I forget what the mom's name is. But let's listen here, and really, it doesn't matter that you can't see the video. Uh-huh. It, it doesn't matter. Okay, so Itchy is carving an X-wing out of wood, and Lumpy is flying around with another X-wing carved toy. Uh-huh. And 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 Itchy's like stupid you- grandkid. Why are you playing with an X-wing toy, even though I'm carving an X-wing toy? And now. He's kind of bug. The kid's bugging the grandpa. And grandpa's like, "Fuck off, kid!" And the mom's like, "Don't yell at the kid. Get over here. Get away from grandpa." But there's no subtitles. Right. You listen to it, it just sounds like like gay sex or something. What I imagine gay sex sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> now, why is Itchy such an asshole? Not real. There's no plot. There's no plot, no arc, no anything to this nonsense. But okay, so right well, now there we're. There's a plot. Chewbacca's trying to get home for life. Not there. this scene. We're at 4 minutes 34. <coughs> Let me skip ahead to 6 minutes 40 seconds. Oh, look, we're still. In so two and a half minutes have gone by, and the Wookiees are still moaning. Sure, well, it's all implied. You don't need, you don't really need. Not a single subtitle. Yeah. Oh, so now they're on the game where they, <laughs> the chessboard thing where they play with the monsters. There's this little circus thing going on. Uh huh. And it's just well, it's, I mean, it's a variety show. Yeah. The most awful variety show ever made. One of the worst variety shows ever made, but it's a variety show. Let's skip ahead. And now the. This is when they sell English like stuff on the screen. <laughs> instead of basic. It, instead of basic, which is. The Star Wars yeah. language, yeah. Okay, so we are at... Oh, here's some English. But that is another... So it's 16 minutes, so another 10 minutes of Wookiee-ness had happened. And now some... There's a stormtrooper and... Who's that guy? Oh, I forget his name. But finally, like... Famous old guy. Yeah. From the 70s. Yeah. Two, two humans show up. And and the the dude who's the Imperial soldier, he has a helmet on that is no shit as big as dark helmets. Right from, from spaceballs. Yeah, it is ridiculous. You can see, I've got just about everything. Big uh, strap on and everything. At a seventies porn stash. <laughs> so this guy is at a trading post where he sells Wookie shit. So he's showing this Imperial soldier stupid Wookie shit, and the Imperial soldier's like, "Fuck off." Uh-huh. And then Chewbacca's mom calls. And... I'm out of hyperspace in the middle of oh, Imperial there's Harrison Ford. This is, this is the point where you can see Harrison Ford's. However, slim. 
Will breaking and him realizing that he doesn't want to be in any of these Star, any of the Star Wars shit ever again. And you can sort of see why he's forced to. I'm going to have to run back and operate the Afghan manually. Stay on things here. Why do I always think that taking you home for life day is going to be easy? <laughs> Look, there's space battles, Jeff. Your favorite. <laughs> My favorite. <laughs> Let's see. Where's Jefferson Starship at? That's the good part. No, the good part is when is when Chewbacca's father sits down to watch a disco thing that, that's him masturbating, essentially. <laughs> Here's Starship singing a song inside a little hologram thing that Imperial Soldier's watching. So what I what I read about there's a couple things I read about this special was that one Carrie Fisher insisted that she, she would do a, she had to do a song or else she wouldn't do the show. <laughs> and she was coked up out of her mind when she did it. Um, uh, what else do I remember about this thing? <coughs> Boy. It, it's awful. It is just... Do you understand oh, there's a Boa Fett cartoon yes. I've never watched. But uh, this is the screen premiere of Boba Fett, right? Cause he... Yeah. Starlog update. Although Boba Fett quickly located the serum for the sleeping virus, we had no idea of his real plan. It doesn't seem like this sucks so bad. Yeah, I, people have told me that this is like the only good part of, of the thing. I've watched it. Of course, there's Darth Vader in there. Chewbacca suspected all along there was something bad about Boba. How did you know, Chewie? <laughs> and then you look at the, and then the, the, look at look at what they do with Hans. They do with fucking Harrison Ford. Look at that face. I don't know what that is. That that's, that's the dude from Mask. Temporary loss of power. So what? And there's you got this. B. Arthur running the cantina. Here she is. Oh, and does she sing the song? Yeah, she sings the song, right? We're like. Oh, sorry to see you go, or whatever it was. We're an hour 18 minutes so far, and this thing hasn't made any sense at all. Here's a song. Some, like, Frankenstein-looking blue guy. It's exactly Frankenstein. Low voice. There's a guy who pours his drink into his head, I remember that part. Lumpy's being harassed by a stormtrooper. Dun dun dun. Oh, Lumpy! Oh, they made it. Knew the stormtroopers are just nothing. <laughs> I know he could have kicked him in the balls and he would have died. You're looking for? Who I think you're looking for. Forget him. We won't. <laughs> You gotta figure, 70s TV had certain expectations, right? Mm-hmm. And this may have fulfilled well, many of the... I don't think so, because... I mean, look at a typical episode of, like, Chips. I mean... But... Is this that much th- this, this was... Of course it is, because this, this was not even acknowledged as being, like... This was not available after it aired. Yeah. And it was, like... Lucasfilm tried to do any, everything they can to, to make sure that it never got out. So there's two on um, YouTube that you can find. Just sort of start. Holiday special high quality. Uh, this guy got his from broadcast tapes. 
So he knew somebody who was at mm-hmm. a affiliate who got the broadcast right. tapes. And does it have the commercials on it? This one doesn't have. I don't okay, think it's there, there's one like there's a version that has the commercials on it. The one that has like a million views. Like, Funny the frizzies at eleven. Yeah. The one that has like a million views is pretty fuzzy. This one is really good quality. He says here that uh, you know he got the broadcast tapes. He deinterlaced it and um, he said adding the Blu-ray animated segment. I, maybe the animated segment's available somewhere else. I don't know, but. Uh, Enjoy your 30th annual life day. <laughs> but that whole scene of the Wookiees with, like, just pantomiming. Oh, my God. It's so awful. Well, check to see if Max likes it. Max is the Star Wars guy, right? <sighs> I, I guess I could. See, I mean, will he? Do, do you think that he will? It's an hour 37 of my life I'll never get back. You don't have to watch it with him. Just put him in front of it. <laughs> I, I, I'm just curious to see if he'll be like, uh, well. Go ahead and finish that. Yeah. If he'll like, just, it's Star Wars, I'll sit in front of it. Or if he'll just be bored. I mean, you said he was bored by Rogue One. He gets, yeah, I mean. Oh, he's, I mean, I don't, blame, I don't blame him, but. He's a special kind of spoiled. I mean, since we have all the Star Wars movies mm-hmm. on the Media Center PC, you know. He can come downstairs anytime and start a movie. So there's, he's probably started, you know, any Star Wars movie 15 times and, you know, at a certain time petered out and not finished it. He doesn't save it until he's hungry for Star Wars. So, you know, yeah, it's different. So, well, I mean, so uh, yes, he would get bored with the holiday special, but he would also get bored with most of the movies right now. He, if I put Force Awakens on, he probably wouldn't watch the mm-hmm. whole thing. Probably wouldn't watch the whole whole of Empire. Oh, so. No, of course not. Why? Why would he? But um, did he get bored when he was watching yeah. the original Star Wars stuff? Oh, the original. Um, not the first time. I mean, now that he can watch it at his leisure. I yeah, think. now. Yeah, now. But yeah, no, not the first time. Um, but yeah, during Rogue One, there was times where he was up in his chair, moving mm-hmm. around, looking around, stuff like that. So that's a to me, that's a good indicator that something's wrong. If yeah. your show, if your show that's for the child in in all of us, right? I mean, because that's that's what Star Wars is. Mm-hmm. If because like you said, you know, it's the space battles, that stuff. That's the appeal, and I get that. Mm-hmm. The war shit didn't work. At all, the war movie setting and the stuff, because boring, just boring. No good characters. Why establish why June, like like um, Jenny said in that video, right? Why would you even establish that Jin cares about babies? Yeah, in a crossfire. Well, because oh, she's good. We've been. Did, shouldn't she discover that along the way as opposed to mm-hmm. like don't you want your characters to have an arc <laughs> don't, you, don't you want your characters to, to learn something don't you want to be there to with your characters on the emotional journey so you can actually just 
I'm with you. What? I'm not saying she should watch the baby die, but just take the baby out of the scene because it yeah, makes no sense. It doesn't make sense. It's like the fucking Wookiees in the holiday special. <laughs> it it's it's the kind of pandering stuff that that destroys franchises, or at least I hope it does. Because if Star Wars is going to be this, it doesn't deserve to be a big cultural thing. Like I'll accept the implications of the Star Wars original trilogy being big cultural movements, and I'll even accept like you know the Force Awakens and shit like that, and and the you know every couple of years a new Star Wars movie comes out. I'll accept that. That's fine. But if they're going to have a movie every year and they're going to do this shitty a job with it, then yeah. So last year friend of mine was in town for I guess it was New Year's and you know Star Wars fan from way back just like me he's a year older than me and he had he was putting The Force Awakens in last place like behind the prequels and yeah because the tide has turned and, and well he was honoring George Lucas and his artistic choices. All right, I need to go to the bathroom before I listen to this crap because I got to <laughs> understand this, but I, I, with this feeling, I can't. All right. So Let's put some Milky Chance back on. So, yes, let's see, where are we? It's kind of a depressing slacker type... I don't know if funk's the right word, but uh, I love this album. This is uh, Flashed Junk Mind. The the vocal fry in this is significant, and maybe that's why, you know, um, I wonder what... I want to talk about vocal fry with Greg when we get back, because he, he told me, like, he sent me a segment... Like, in this episode, at one hour and 64 minutes, you were majorly vocal frying. And I asked him, like, what was I saying? Because, like, I could imagine that vocal fry, for people who don't know, is like when I when you go, ah, really? That's vocal fry. And, uh, it's, uh, I just did it a little bit there, and it's uh, um, kind of like a speech disorder type thing, but we use it intentionally for some kind of intonation. And so I asked Greg, you know, what was I saying? I might have been using it to uh, make a point or something. He's like, listen to your shout, listen to it yourself, lazy. And I, I never did have time to like, because like I'm out with the kids, I can't go do. He told me to listen to my vocal fry. Oh, and you know, I'm like out with the kids on a Saturday. I'm like, I don't have, I can't download the thing and listen right now. And later on, when I'm doing stuff, I uh, never did. So, <laughs> well, let's get to it. Where was it? Uh, we'd have to find it. So, uh, like now, I hear myself vocal frying like nonstop as I'm talking here. <laughs> uh, but the reason I brought this up was partially to intro that story. But these Milky Chance guys, lots of vocal fry uh-huh. in this album. 
Is that that's what my yeah, we need to kind of standardize on where, like, which where we're chit chatting to each other. Whether it's in like in like the the direct message or the general channel or in the episode specific channel, it seems like we kind of mishmash them together. And yeah, I don't know. Is it general that we did the thing? I don't know. You can use the search and stuff. Yeah, I don't see anything. In, yeah, no message matching fraud. Nothing at all. Oh, okay. It was in uh, episode 405, 4650. Let's go there. <clears throat> so here's the thing. Also, I, I wanted to mention this. Um, you, pe- you, you put out a link every when you put, when you tweet. That link doesn't work. Which one? The la- like at least the latest one. The link doesn't work. It doesn't. It it, it goes to a. Um, never use it. it well, the one was four, four, some was broke because when I uploaded shit, I uploaded it wrong. Okay, so if I go to, oh, no. Currently unable to handle the request. Yeah, what's up with that? I don't know. <laughs> no one's complained that it hasn't worked. I have. Well, that's I, I made. I'm a, on the fucking show. <laughs> I made an additional mistake that time. I uploaded episode four thousand and seventy-one instead of four seventy-one. Uh-huh. So I thought that was the problem. Mm-hmm. No, you gotta have like. Slash four oh whatever. Yeah, work. I see that, but no, it, it's actually the PHP file was giving an error, an internal server error. Not have to get the logs and find it. All right, so four oh five, right? The main show. Uh, okay, what was the time on that? <laughs> That's our show. Uh, it was. Forty-six fifty. Okay. Thirty-six, thirty-nine, forty-two. Forty-six. Here's forty-six thirty-seven. All right. Um, you wouldn't be able to have that growth if that wasn't the case. I think. Four, five. What about independence. 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 <laughs> Yeah, so so that's kind of their infographic. That's you. That that's that was the fry. Yeah, you didn't notice it. Not like how I normally would use it. That is a speech disorder. I mean, speech listen. <laughs> yeah, so so that's kind of their infographic. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I would have. Like when I say really, that's or, that's super fry. Yeah. Well, that's super yeah. fry. I think you're talking about super fry. That was unintentional. Oh yeah, I, was... I use it when I, I guess, am kind of pawn like the may, only... maybe instead of an um, I'm slowing things down and frying them. I don't know. It's I I I, just, I, won't, I wasn't see like... right now. I'm hypersensitive and. 
and yeah, I'm freaking, I'm frying all over the place. Like even right now, it wasn't me. Like, like now, now. But I want to make clear, now, it wasn't me. Now, no, saying it was bad. It was just I noticed it, because we talked about it before how we don't right. notice it. Right. So like, there's <coughs> one person in my sphere of one of my coworkers' wives who comes whenever we have like certain food trucks. She mm-hmm. comes to lunch, and the way she talks is like. Valley Girl Super Fry. Mm-hmm. Like, less Valley Girl, but more Super Fry. Super Fry. Super Fry. Well, he got it. <laughs> yeah. How can you say Super Fry? You can't say Super Fry. Yeah, you you super, fry. super Fry. Super Fry. But, you know, now, like, I've heard my, I've been listening to myself talk for the last five minutes, and I really fry a lot of words. It's, it's endearing. I guess I I didn't realize I was that person <laughs> that I'm one of those. Well, you people. don't because you don't hear yourself, right? right? When you when you talk, right. you don't right. hear your voice. You hear the inside of your head vibrating, and that's a different thing than mm-hmm. what you hear. On well, I do have headphones on that put my voice back into my ears, but that gets overridden in your brain. I think in your perception, yeah, probably. And I'm so used to hearing yeah. my voice. You know, I I seldom hear Kermit the Frog anymore. <laughs> Hi ho, everybody! I don't hear Kermit the Frog at all. Anyway, where were we? Uh, so, okay, your friend who loves George Lucas's interpretation. Uh, so, give me, give me this. Oh, I don't know if I have a satisfying argument for you, but uh, yeah, he was not hot on the Force Awakens because it was made by a mega corporation as opposed to. The inventor. What Lucasfilm was when it made the first three? I don't have the. I'm not. I can't support this argument. I don't know. Does he know? I assume he must if he's a Star Wars guy that big into it. He is a professor in Chicago for film. so. So he must know that George Lucas wanted to do Flash Gordon. Couldn't get the rights, mm-hmm. made up his own bullshit, and the first movie was fucking horrible until other editors got hold of it and managed to craft a very basic hero story out of it. I don't know. And he must know then that the next two that we all celebrate were written and directed by other people. Probably. <laughs> and he must then, if he's a film professor understand how horrible those first three movies were because they were not stories I wish you were on the show yes I wish we could we should a film professor who supports the prequels oh I don't I don't want to put words into his mouth I, I but I think I think he didn't like the Disney movie but he liked the LucasArts movie LucasFilm movie I don't I I don't know. What do you mean? Well, the prequels from Lucasfilm, as opposed to the Disney-created Force Awakens. I think he was he was putting some baggage into that opinion. I think so too. Well, he did. Well, he did say like it's the same <clears throat> movie that we're going to see every year for the next thirty years. Type, you know, something along those lines. Yeah, I mean that was the major problem with Force Awakens is that it started and introduced these interesting characters and then put them in the exact same situation. Which was, you know, the the, the problem with the Force Awakens is that the second half really loses its steam because you've seen it before. Mm-hmm. It's 
it's so safe. But the first part half of it does introduce good characters that you're willing to go on the second half with because you appreciate the fact that these are these are good characters. It doesn't matter that they're not necessarily even new character. Like I mean they're they're variations on themes. That's fine if we understand who they are. Which is the big problem with Rogue One. Who the fuck are these people? Who is Jin? Well they're gonna die in an hour and a half, so who cares? If they're going to die in an hour and a half and I know they're going to accomplish their task, as spoilers they do <laughs> then that's the only thing I care about is who they are. Why else? If if why do I care about nameless people? Or oh, you know, you should you can care about how they how they accomplish their task, can't you? I mean, there's something there about that. If it was, if, if that's interesting. Well, I didn't say it was interesting. I'm saying you're saying what else is there to care about? There's. This how they accomplish a task. Okay, now, is this that one was is that an interesting story that needs. This to be one told? was like you said before was done like a video game. Uh huh. So no, it wasn't interesting. So the plot's not interesting. I know what's going to happen, and the characters aren't interesting. There's a fucking space battle. There's a space battle. Well, Which you agreed earlier was good. So that's seven minutes. <laughs> Release that on the web or whatever. <laughs> this this Star Wars shit. <laughs> you just love shitting on it. I love it. Like I said, look, I could I could shit on the fucking Transformers movies all for for time. But no one cares. But no one gives a shit. <laughs> I don't have to listen to people telling me how great Star Wars was. I did have to, or how great Transformers was. I, I had to listen to people tell me how great this movie was. It was the best Star Wars since Empire. Or better than Empire. Because it had X-Wings in it. <laughs> the, um... that dark, no, the, the, the biggest thing I heard was it redeemed Darth Vader from the prequels because it made him scary again. And it's like, this movie wasn't fucking about Darth Vader. No, he shouldn't have been in it at all. And to me, him... (laughs) There are two scenes he's in. The first scene is is an atrocious scene that does nothing except for further diminish the Darth Vader character and making him spout a fucking pun. There's three scenes. There was him in his bath thing, then the pun one, and then... Well, that's not a scene. That's a... It's a scene. That's an establishing shot. That's not a scene. Okay. I mean, this scene is stuff that happens in it. Alright, if you say so. <laughs> uh, this, that, that's like a, that's like you say the fourth scene is him watching as the uh, what tentative uh, yeah. whatever tentative four. four goes away that's the fourth scene because it's a different camera shot no I, I wouldn't call that a scene so there you go but I mean there was there was dialogue in the first scene different dialogue in the second scene and then a bunch of lightsabers and guys it. in white helmets there, there's, falling there's, in the third there's scene there's an establishing scene uh, or an establishing shot Establishing shots <coughs> typically does not have dialogue. 
Yeah, okay. But it's not a scene. That's it, it's, it's a scene. You're putting too much weight on what a scene is. A scene is a cut to a cut that has something happen in it, and there's dialogue in it. So it's a scene. It's so yeah, there's, a, there's some dude who comes up to him and says, "Blah blah blah is here." Yeah, that's it. All that is is, is establishing something. It 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 is. It's an establishing shot, but it's a scene because there is some universe building in there because you're seeing how Vader lives in his day-to-day life a bit, which you have never seen before. It's different from right. him okay. living in his I, eggshell I will, thing. I will concede the argument because it's not worth... It's not worth <laughs> oh, me. you're letting me win. Thank you. Thank you. I don't see a way out of out of uh, just conceding the argument ultimately. So, <laughs> it's three scenes he's in. <laughs> hey, he's, he, you're establishing that you watch the tent of four go away at the end. So maybe he's in four. I don't. No, same same contiguous action from when he's going down the corridor. So I call okay. that the same scene. Okay. Okay. That I. I don't have a legitimate argument, so right, I'll accept yours. Um, anyway, so we establish that Darth Vader lives in, in around lava that destroyed him. Because uh, why wouldn't you? <laughs> and um, then... You gotta have a castle somewhere if you're a lord, right? <laughs> then we see him give a a, a dumb pun to uh, Krennic, uh, and yeah, basically tell him, you know, um, as Jenny said in the video, like I didn't really, <laughs> I didn't need it to establish that that Krennic, you know, had bad things that happened to Krennic if he failed. That was not something that needed to be like. We know that Imperial officers get killed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if, if you're accepting that, that Star Wars is, is this is something that builds on Star Wars, then you certainly don't need that. And, also, and anyway, the Tarkin stuff got that done anyway. Yeah. There was no yeah. need for for the Vader thing. And, and they cut they cut Jin running with the hard drive underneath Adat's feet as opposed to Vader's lame pun. Did, what the fuck? Did you see... I guess you didn't. So there was this recent uh, thing because uh, I, I learned about it because I followed Jenny on Twitter, and she tweeted about this thing on I and I where they talked about all these shots that weren't in the that, that, that were in the, the trailer but were not in the movie. And apparently, the excuse that's being given by Gareth Edwards, the director uh, who directed such luminary things as Godzilla, the latest, the last Godzilla movie, which I never saw, but. Okay, like I said, he's competent at the action shit, but I didn't hear your great things about Godzilla. Regardless, he said that what they would do is they would, for an hour a day when they were on shoots, they would just do. They called it art time or something. They just did interesting shots that they thought were neat, and that's it. So the shot of like Jin in the Imperial suit look turning, the sort of iconic uh-huh. shot, yeah. that was just a, a beauty shot that they did. 
that that had nothing to do with this. And they were like, "What?" And his excuse was, "It's like you go to a grocery store and you buy a whole bunch of stuff. You don't know what you're going to make tonight, but you get a whole bunch of shots." And it's like if you get compelling shots, the whole fucking point of movie making is not to stick to the script. It's to you find something compelling and you use that because that tells a better story. It's not oh well we can't well we, this is an awesome shot and this is really it's like compelling. having one crew film the trailer yeah and another crew film the movie yeah, yeah. It, it it's probably one of the worst ideas of movie making I can think of is to make shots that have nothing to do and compelling ideas that you know that, that are interesting visual ideas and then just not use let's them. make a black R two D two. And sell him. <laughs> and sell him. But, you know, not not write him into the movie. Yeah. So, all of these interesting shots that you saw... I just, I just heard myself. It sounded like a race thing. <laughs> it's like a black <laughs> R2-D2. <laughs> it is... With jive. Um... <laughs> Shit, <nigga. laughs> Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah. Too <laughs> far. I should just stop with the sheet. <laughs> or at least go just Negro. <laughs> R2 Negro. Oh, boy. Oh. Oh, I was thinking just a shit, Negro. Like, you know, do that. Right, right yeah. <laughs> R2 Negro. <clears throat> Yeah, I so joke, I joke because I love. Yes, I understand. I I know you, um, and and the listeners know you. So, but still, <laughs> yeah, tap that shit. Down. Yeah, I know. Uh, I, I sometimes I forget how that word's not even okay jokingly anymore. <laughs> uh, no, it's, it's it's a Trump here. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Taking uh, it back. <laughs> oh God. Um. Yes, but, but yeah, it's it's that kind of those kind of i that that idea of filmmaking to me is wrong. I don't, mm-hmm. I I just can't see that as a good idea. Just film interesting stuff, and then when you find an interesting shot, not try to put it into your movie. Just oh, it's an interesting shot, but we don't care. Don't give it to the trailer people. <laughs> Don't don't take all the interesting stuff and shove it into your trailer and then not put any of it in the movie. Like I I get if you yeah, there's extraneous stuff that sometimes gets into trailers and doesn't get into the movie. I get I, mean, I can I can see like shots that are still from a scene from the movie but mm-hmm. end up on the editing room floor. Right. Fine. Mm-hmm. I can see on the very rare occasion. Where a character might get cut. Uh-huh. It's happened from Star Wars before. Sure. Right? Big Starlighter. I. I can even hard... see. I can even see, like, shooting a vista or something, or a just shot of your characters mm-hmm. that not just, like, looking mournfully. It isn't necessarily in the movie. Right. This is. No, the thing is, I think I have the biggest problem with. I don't, I don't have as much of a problem with the with the Imperial astromech droid as I do with the scene of Jin running underneath the Adat's feet, right? Because that is an 
an action scene. It's, it's an it's, action scene. You need to get from here to there. There's adats in the way. Yeah. And and how do you take that out of the movie? I mean, or or just shoot this thing that's never going to be in the movie. Apparently, they changed the entire ending, the, the, where people were and what was going on. Uh, that people died. Not everyone was supposed to die at the end in the original. But I think, like in the original draft, but they, they came to that conclusion before they started filming mm-hmm. that everyone was going to die. Which I mean, everyone dying, it doesn't. It's not a problem if you establish these are people I should care about. Mm-hmm. Because if they die, then I should care that they die and not be like, oh, okay, that person died, that person died. But like Jenny said, the only one who you cared about dying was the droid, because that was the most interesting fucking character in the movie. Uh, and the... By the, the way, I said that too. Yeah. And but, the the... Chinese dude, but only because you saw somebody else who cared about him. Not because... It was I, I didn't, because the way he died was so forced. I mean, even if Oh, uh, forced. Uh. <laughs> yes. I mean, even if he was devout in his beliefs... Help him get to a switch. Help him get to a switch. The force helped him get to a switch. Not live any pa- anywhere past getting to a switch. But helped him get to right. Why did it stop working right yeah. then? Yeah. Force is like, okay, you did good. Yep. Fuck All you. Right. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Have fun eating this blaster bolt. And it's like you know, I mentioned that you know, I thought I felt that the character, the other, the other guy, was his husband or something because they didn't explain their friendship at all. Didn't do anything with that. So See, it I didn't seemed even, like I that, didn't even pick up that they were necessarily friends at the be- in that first scene. Like in the first scene where the, where the monk was like, "You almost shot me," or and the guy's like, "I should have," you know? Yeah. I didn't really. I didn't in that scene. I right, picked it up as like wife and husband banter. That that, that that's what yeah, maybe. See, I didn't pick it up as even them being acquaintances like until. I don't know. Even in the entire thing, I just kind of picked them as they were kind of incidentally together. I didn't really pick them up as being friends. Maybe till the, maybe at the end. Maybe, but. Yeah. Well, I mean, because he expressed concern yeah. for the other guy. But yeah. so that that's why I mean that's why I thought that they were just you know husbands because it, it's the only thing that makes sense because because they didn't establish any other type of relationship between them other than they were bickering. They were bickering between each other. So that's why. A husband. Maybe they did a podcast for twelve years. But that's why, yeah. But that's why a married relationship was the thing that makes sense because it didn't establish any other podcast makes sense. I think. Okay, maybe they did a podcast with each other about the force. Sure, craft force. Sure, but but to me that is much more kyber crystal review. That is a harder thing to justify (laughs) than (laughs) a married relationship. That that's the easy shorthand. So it, it was the easiest shorthand for me to, to understand yeah. why these characters had this relationship. His adversarial slash caring. Yeah, I, I still don't see them as being that intimate. Like, no, they, they weren't. They weren't, right? I <laughs> they, mean, no, it wasn't intimate at all. I'm not, I'm, not argue, I'm not arguing against it, but I'm just trying to like go back to what my feel was as I watched the movie. It was only in that first scene, I thought they were just incidentally together. Yeah. They, it was, they, it was only barely... the fact that the guy really cared deeply about yeah. the other I mean, guy. in that first scene, I didn't really think they even knew each other. 
or maybe they just knew each other's acquaintance. Right. Um, then maybe later on, I kind of got the feel that they were longtime friends. I didn't think they ever, you know, were intimate though. But other, than, I mean, nothing other than longtime friends. Well, but when but. when the guy dies, it's like. I'm gonna die too because he is dead. That was like, well, there's, yeah, I, I, you know, but I mean, there was so much like trying to figure out his motivations for that versus Jin saving that baby. It's like, it, it you know, it, like I've already written off Jin saving the baby is not like making any fucking sense. I didn't even but, remember that until Cheney brought up. The other thing I didn't remember was she brought up <coughs> the, what's his name with the with the laser bays. Is that his name? Bays, you know the 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 guy we're talking about. The oh, the the, the other oh, the heavy machine gunner. Yeah, he said, you know, goodbye, little sister. I think she said the guy. I don't can't even bother yeah. to remember his yeah. name. But like, I didn't remember that. But but she's exactly right. When when mm-hmm. they've never spoken at all, mm-hmm. and he's like, goodbye, little sister. She's like, like way too forward. <laughs> That's a. Hopefully that's a whole bunch of shit got cut. Yeah, and they didn't have time for a reshoot, right? Cause, because I mean, it, other than that, it's awful script writing. Yeah, because they'd never established any relationship between these characters at all, even a word. And all of a sudden, you know, that's that's bad writing. Shift group supervisor needs a new profession. I I just I I don't I. I can understand how, how a movie, a shit movie gets put out, right? That happens. You, you, I don't understand how people can love a movie that has all these obvious flaws and be like, come out of it and be like, that was amazing. It's a kid's movie. But it wasn't kids who were coming out of it saying that was amazing. It's ex-kids. Yes, we were all ex-kids. <laughs> you, you know, one thing that I thought was in, is interesting... Uh, I don't know. Interesting is not really the right word. So, you know, ad nauseum, you've been, you know, commenting, complaining about Star Wars. We're still doing it right now. I know. I know. I kind of fell into that. But you haven't really said two words about Trump. Like, you know, at first it was too soon and you were depressed, but, you, you know, it's like... I figured Trump would be what you'd be bitching about the last month, and you haven't said two words. I... When something that drastic happens to how I look at the world, I take a step back, and I say my way of interpreting the world isn't the way the world's working, and so it needs new thinking. I haven't put in enough thinking to have a good opinion on it right now because I don't have enough information. I I have to look at this Trump shit like a scientist and be like, something weird happened that I can't explain. And I can't just spew out the same shit I've been spewing out because there's something different. I... I I have to take the, the view... It's just who I am. That there's there's more to this that I don't understand because I can't accept that that my interpretation of the world was correct and that Trump 
<laughs> that doesn't it doesn't fit. Okay. When that happens, I step back and I try to reevaluate. I don't have that evaluation right now. Okay. That's all I can say. I, I'm the It's it's too real and it's too I mean he has done one good thing so far. He stopped the Republicans from repealing the uh, congressional office of congressional oversight stuff. Yeah. Or congressional uh, ethics. I, I I don't I don't understand what's happening. I don't have enough of a grasp on what's happening and I think that the sources of information that I have are also in this transitory period where they're not grasping what's happening so I don't have a comment because I can't I can't wrap my head around it okay I don't have an opinion it doesn't make sense so the scientist whom he says need more data you can get a bunch of data around the 20th of this month 21st of this month Maybe I will. A whole bunch of fucking data. I fully expect to be <coughs> very upset. But I don't know. <coughs> there was... I need to look this up. I meant to look this up, but I didn't get this. I saw like a headline, like something like... Oh, it was on Twitter. I saw something on Google News about uh, Trump's people trying to do some congressional uh, loophole about... One dollar salaries, and then I saw something on Twitter talking about uh, people that don't agree with, or people that agree, think that there's climate change are gonna like they're gonna use. The, I need to make sure this is legit, right? But I, the the tweet was inferring that they were going to like dock the pay of people who believe in climate change, <laughs> federal employees or I, something. Like I that. I don't know, and I don't understand. I need to make nothing. sure that's legit because that seems like that could easily be an agenda from anti-Trumpers. I, I can understand what makes a good movie. <laughs> I can wrap my head around that. but the And I can argue the place. point. But the world is much more difficult. And and I thought I had an understanding and it wasn't there. So I can't I can't just jump into it and and be all this 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 need to happen. I watched that already happen with other people and and with the the derangement I saw at people at Obama because there were expectations they had about how things should be and they weren't being held up. But none of those things, none of those worst case scenario things came even close to happening. And I hear this stuff and I see this stuff and I understand these people's perspective on Trump because I feel the same way. What evidence do I have that any of that's going to happen? I saw some tweets from Vicente Fox, the old president of Mexico. Uh-huh. And he's like... Yeah. Oh, really good. I mean, inter- I mean, like, Trump, we're not paying for your fucking wall. Part of me is also like... 
his whole deal all along has been saying stupid shit on Twitter, and he continues to say stupid shit on Twitter. That's obviously false, and that obviously isn't even worth paying attention to. Why are people still paying attention to it? Why why do people care at this point what Trump says on Twitter? Who the fuck cares? He's not gonna do anything that he says he's gonna that he says on Twitter. He never does. He never he never is truthful about a goddamn thing. Mm-hmm. Why do you care what he fucking says on Twitter? Why do you think he's gonna be truthful about that? It's I, I don't know how to react to this. I don't I I can't take the opinion that we just you just gotta gotta fight fisticuffs every single day. I don't I don't buy it. It it doesn't it doesn't make sense given the data that I have. So this is the glow in the dark putty. Jeff just got up and turned off all the lights. I'd have glow in the dark silly putty in my hands. See this I can explain. <laughs> this I understand. It makes sense. It's a fluorescence you know, got some energy from the light, and now it's slowly but surely going through forbidden transitions to release energy slowly but surely in the form of light. It all makes sense. The interesting thing with this stuff that I found earlier is if you make it a really th- like thin film, uh-huh. it doesn't re like you can't see the glowiness. Like, well, because the there's not enough there, I guess, but. Maybe if it was dark enough, you'd be I wonder if... That's an interesting question. Okay, so make it thin. Let me try with the camera that that, that receives photons as opposed to our eyes, which don't react to uh, light the same way. Here, make a little bit more. Actually, I'm ripping that. (coughs) Okay, so using the camera on my phone and... Uh, let's see. Go back. I so, don't know. I think. Oh, well, that's that's, not, that's not, not a good idea. <laughs> we turn off the flash. Well, the flash may charge it up. All right, let me try it again. All right. So, doing the photo. It's gonna be blurry as hell. Your hands but, are moving. My hands are moving. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a little blurry, and it's also gonna be because a little choppy. But I think, I think that it's the case that. You'll see it's a little more ghostly, but there. Yeah. Yeah, maybe it's just you know, less it, than it's, it's it's the the way our eyes interpret light versus the way the camera interprets light that's causing that effect, mm-hmm. or at least the the large part of that effect. It's pretty cool stuff, though. It is neat stuff. It's this non-Newtonian fluid that is silly putty. And it glows in the dark. And it glows in the dark. It's blue and not green. It's kind of green. It's blue. It's really blue. Compared it's, to like all the glow in the dark stuff Mac this, has. This to me looks... I mean, to me, it, it it's vaguely green. Not yeah, make blue. me go upstairs and grab like the traditional glow in the dark yeah, stuff. Yeah, go for it. All right. Carry the show. go upstairs and probably take a piss. I would. Probably, yeah. Because I... Yeah. <laughs> And I'm going to talk about more about this silly thing. So, as I was saying, it's it's these. So, there there's a couple possible reasons why it fluoresces. Uh, the the 
<clears throat> I mentioned something about forbidden transitions, which I can't really uh, explain too much, but essentially the idea behind uh, why things fluoresce is they gain energy in a certain way uh, from, from the light that's being um, emitted onto them. So they're, they get into a different uh, configuration. The, the atoms themselves, the electrons jump into a different configuration, and then uh, they release that. Uh, and the interesting thing about quantum mechanics... Uh, is it defines the way that things can release information in this case, uh, or in, in this case, the information comes in light. So things, when they gain that energy, they want to release that energy. But there are walls, there are barriers that things have to overcome to both gain energy and release energy. So there is a process that has to be un- that has to go on. And that process uh, is what slows both the intake and the expulsion of energy. What this means is that things, when they get hot, they don't immediately go cold. There's a period of time, for example, where you know you get something hot and then it has to radiate that heat away, but it doesn't radiate all that heat away immediately. And the same process, more or less, is happening here with this glow-in-the-dark uh, putty. It is receiving light, getting into a, a specific energy configuration, and then it has to emit that light away to get back into, because it wants to get back into its lower energy configuration, but it's prevented from emitting all that light right away by these effects of quantum mechanics. And that's what is, to me, kind of really the, the really interesting stuff. So yeah, this so there's a little bit more green than this. It's more bluish. But they're roughly, the, I mean, they're, they're close in color. I think it's pretty different in color. <laughs> I don't think it's that different. I mean, it's more blue, but it's not super blue. And you wrap that around there, and that's... But it's also in the dark, our color perception is very low. That's true. This is true. Good point. That's a, that's a good point. When I saw it. It looks significant. When you bunch it up, it looks more blue. When you spread it out, yeah. it, it, it becomes a little bit more green. But, I mean, this this is a Nerf basketball hoop. Right. I mean, Max has tons of glow-in-the-dark stuff. I was looking for a glow-in-the-dark machete that he has. <laughs> but I couldn't find it, so I grabbed the hoop off his door. Without anyone wake him up, you know, rummaging his room. Sure, sure. His glow-in-the-dark machete. Well, I didn't go pee. Oh, really? No. Well, I didn't want to leave you hanging for too long. I mean, do you have a lot more to talk about? I can go pee, or we can wrap uh, it up? Yeah, go pee. All right, go pee. All right. Um, I was playing with uh, the Jeff's... Jeff gave me the the best gift I got this year, which were these awesome yeah. little uh, yes. magnets, these poly magnets. <laughs> we had seen... Um, <laughs> We've both seen a Smarter Everyday video about these and found them really fascinating. And to me, they're great because they're they're materials that don't quite behave how you expect them to behave. They're programmable magnets in a sense. They they have a surface uh, on them that can do various things that you wouldn't expect magnets to do. The most interesting one to me is this... uh, 
it's it's I, I guess it, it 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 feels like a ratchet when you have it. It's basically these two plastic pieces, uh, and they're on uh, um, these two plastic circular pieces that are on this uh, on this pipe, I guess, a metal pipe, uh, and they are stuck together by magnets. And then you twist them, and they're repelled slightly. Uh, and then you twist them back, and they're brought back to, to being attracted. But the really interesting thing about this is when you twist them and they're repelled, they're only repelled so much, but they're also still attracted. So if you pull these two apart, they come back together, but not fully. And that is awesome. I was showing this to some people at work, because now these are like these are stuff I play with all the time, uh-huh. uh, which is why I love them because it's just little you know desktop toys, uh, and that little that that red one. Oh, the latch, the soft latch one, where it ratches apart, and there's a separation. But if you then pull them back, they'll come together, but yeah. not all the way. Yeah, and it's then a, it's like a spring. Yeah, they actually had another one for magnetic spring, which is that just that, just the springy part, and. Um, yeah, I mean, ordering from the descriptions, it was hard to figure out which ones to get you. The like the entire demo kit was like seventy five bucks, <laughs> yeah. right? So I didn't get the entire demo kit, but I, you know, I picked a couple of neat ones. And it's the two that I got you. I got you the latch and the springy latch. Right. It's kind of neat to see generations of development, yeah. right? Because the one is the blue one is just a latch, right? And it just it opens and closes. So you, you, you turn it one way, and it repels. Uh, and you can put, keep them far and close to each other. Mm-hmm. They just get to a certain point, and they repel each other. And then you turn another way, and they, 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 they slam together. <laughs> the red one is the coolest. Because, as I was saying, you, they, they're, they're connected. You turn them, and they start to repel just a little bit. Uh, and then you turn them back, and they you know, connect. But when you get into that repelling stage, you can pull them apart, and they'll come back together. But just right. not enough. Not so all the way. in reality, if this was like on your cabinet doors, right, it's weak enough that you can open it easily, uh-huh. but it doesn't fly apart. It has this springy connection. So like when you close it, it'll come mostly closed, but, but not the whole way closed. And then if you turn the knob, it'll close it'll tight enough that an infant couldn't get your cabinet right. open. Yeah. It, that, I mean, and it's just based on these... This 3D, basically a 3D printer that then prints out the magnetic domains yeah. on the yeah. surface. Yeah, so you can you can actually like with the the soft closing latch, you can kind of when you turn it, you can feel like yeah. there's repulsion on the sides and then attraction in the middle, mm-hmm. and it's this. There's a, a potential well there. Yep, but doesn't go the whole way to the bottom, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's what's cool about it. And the other cool thing that is just awesome is the ferromagnetic uh, material in, in the liquid. Uh-huh, yeah. That, because then you can just put, especially if you put a strong magnet up to it, you see these... You I mean, know, it gets all cones, like all those little cones. Oh, the cones, because, you know, I mean, it, it's you see a representation that, that comes close to what, what field lines are. I wanted to get you one of those um, little ferromagnetic uh, sheets. I just... Amazon just didn't have yeah. the right thing. What what do they do then? Well, like remember in the video when, the, when they printed out the um, smarter everyday logo on the thing and oh. they put that green sheet on it and you could see the transitions? Oh god, sort of. Yeah. I wanted to get you one of those sheets, but I just the the one I could have got you was like an inch wide 
and like an inch, like two inches long. Oh. I just didn't seem worth yeah. it. Where the 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 ferromagnetic liquid that I got you, it's kind of the it's, same. It's the thing. same. The same. Yeah, same. It's roughly the same thing, and it's really great because you can then you can see. You know, you can definitely see magnetic potential as you close these. CDs. So, question for you: Have you found anything cool with the? Not the demonstrator polymagnets, but the plain polymagnets I got you. Like, like, because when I like got those, like, I, I, you know, I, I, I have a hard time pulling those apart. They're really strong. Sure. Yeah. So I got him two. <laughs> like, you can order straight up just magnets. They look like tiny little neodymium magnets, mm-hmm. but they're printed with the magnetic domains, like you said, and. They're not very; those aren't very expensive. Uh, the demonstrators, because they have all the other stuff around it, mm-hmm. the plastic would help you. But the the plain old magnets that <coughs> you can use for whatever. So I got him two uh, two two different pairs. First pair is a square magnet where it's a say it's about it's smaller than an inch by an inch, but say it's an inch by an inch, and then mm-hmm. there's four reversed domains, almost like imagine a dice with a four on it. But the circles are bigger, you know. Yeah. They're a quarter inch circles of the di- dots on the dice. And that's so it's like negative and positive. But when you have a thing like that, they attract really strong because instead of the field lines going the whole way around outside to the back end of the magnet, they go from the negative domain to the positive domain. So it's a short little loop. And because the loop's so short, they're really strong. So he has a pair of those, and then the other pair I got him were aligning magnets, and they're these long bar things. Yeah. And they're kind of like half the magnet is one domain, and then the next quarter is a different domain, and the last quarter is the same domain as the long domain. You know, and they 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 only line up one way. They line up perfectly one way, so right. you can kind of like keep a degree of um, action on them. You know, the individuals were cheap, and I tried to order ones I thought would be cool to play with. I don't they're, know if you had They're really hard to, to get apart to play with, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you had any. And, 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 and I'm worried about pinching myself. With well, them. what I, I was messing with them a little bit before I gave them to you. The, the ferromagnetic liquid looks better <coughs> on a traditional magnet than it does on the polymagnet. Right, because it's harder to interpret what's going on. Yeah, so the ferromag... Like, the neodymium that came in the... Because I also got you some magnetic silly yeah, putty. Yeah, And the magnet that came in that, with the ferromagnetic liquid, gets all these cones. It looks awesome. Yeah. And then you put the polymagnet up to the the ferromagnetic liquid, and it, it doesn't really do much. Right, so interesting. the interesting thing about the liquid is... So the liquid is is this liquid that's, that's made up of a bunch of... That also has all these little particles in it that all are little tiny, like, very, very tiny bar magnets. Uh, and so, and it's a not non, it's a sort of non-Newtonian fluid in the sense that it doesn't fully distribute. So that's why I give it cone shapes as opposed to like mm-hmm. a full magnetic right. field structure. But um, yeah, it, it's really cool with a big, powerful like I have those big you know deodorant magnets I had the like oh yeah those cube ones. It is really awesome stuff that happens with it. But yeah, when you put them to those. It gets confused because it's just you know, polymagnets and the, and the fluid doesn't work so yeah. well. As a demonstrator, the polymagnet website, um, it's neat because they sell the round circular magnets almost like the latch magnets, but they're aligning magnets. And 
they're made for like the magnetic phone holder that you have, right? But they they only they snap in one way, mm-hmm. so you you know can keep it landscape or horizontal. Oh. so so since you got me the magnetic phone holder, I I don't see as much value in in the alignment because it doesn't really matter. But I thought you know when I saw that. That's cool, but they also you can buy these magnets for like three or four bucks, and then you can download the three D printer CAD program for the the mating like the brackets for the mm-hmm. magnets, and then in your three D CAD program you just put the you you build the phone holder around it, but yeah. it's it's the mating part. So Polymagnet gives you the tolerances and the things to 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 make a, make a mount for the magnets. Interesting. And then you can build whatever you want off of that. So that was pretty cool too. There's they have a lot of 3D diagram or uh, models. That's on neat. Site. So yeah, so it would then like you know it wouldn't go halfway. Only right, right. It would snap into place to be, <coughs> which may be nice if you need it for presentation purposes, but. In your car, you, you don't. Yeah, from, yeah. from what I found in the car, that would be unnecessary. Yeah. Uh, it's it's fine if it's plus you, a couple you know, degrees off. Plus you'd have to you know 3D print a phone case with the mag- magnet in oh, the really? back. And the magnet's thicker than these little yes. metal sheets yeah. that, that you've... Uh, yeah, the same one that I have now, so... Yeah, you got... I, I gave you the some extra sheets, right? Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I didn't get everybody... <laughs> I've got most people extra sheets, but I realized I didn't have quite enough for everybody, but I should okay. have got them. Because I, I I like I put two in because it just it helps. There's more space. Yeah, I mean for mine I didn't even stick it. I just put it in here under the case and it floats around. But it's always in the right place. Yeah, I I uh, I originally didn't stick them, but um, I found that it was they would they they would travel more than I wanted. Yeah, okay. So I mean, this is a cheap case. This yeah. is a this is like a twelve dollar case or something, or not even that. It's just a polystyrene mm-hmm. bottom and then this like. Uh, Plasticky stuff mm-hmm. around it, but um, you know, does the job and sticks it. Yeah, those magnetic car holders are cool. Magnets, how do they fucking work? Tell you all about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you like those presents. Uh, I, I, I was, you know, you're always hard to shop for. Mm-hmm. You know, last year or two years ago, I got you like. Uh, Novelty toys. Yeah, like, I gotta do better. I gotta do better. <laughs> and I'm like, I think Greg, we, I think because we talked about those poly mags. And yeah, we never really got them. And those are those are great. Like they said, shipped them are... like a day later. Like I got them real quick. It's, <coughs> and it's buying straight from the company and really cool company. It's awesome. That's good stuff. And I hope you like. I, mean, I, I was like, what can I get, Jeff? And I thought, oh yeah, the, that shampoo because I have it too. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, and I was like, yeah. so Greg got the Avita uh, Rosemary Mint shampoo, yeah. which is kind of the reason we go to Saver just to get the, the little the little bottles of shampoo. Because <laughs> at the Renaissance in DC, they yeah. have this shampoo, and oh my god, it's when you're putting that mint in your hair, it, it's oh. It's, it's really nice. It's something special. It, and so now you have it. Now yeah, have it. I told Greg there's this. So he got these big, like, 38-ounce bottles, and they came with, like, the salon-style, like, hand pumps. Like, so now it's like a soap dispenser. Yeah. And But I noticed with the shampoo, less with the conditioner, but with the shampoo, 
there's a bottle stratification thing happening. All the rosemary sinks to the bottom and it's not very minty. So I need to like shake up my bottle because mm-hmm. the last couple times I've washed my hair, I'm like, it's all rosemary. This sucks. <laughs> rosemary is good too. Yeah, but the mint's what, <laughs> mint's what sells it. The mint is amazing. It was funny because we, we, we had Allie, you read Allie and I was like, oh, I hate mint. I was like, how can you hate mint? How can you hate mint? It's just funny because, you know, we're guys. This is something that could have, like, never gone talked about, right? Like, how much we love the mint shampoo. How much do you guys talk about shampoo? But we just brought it up, and now it's our... Well, for some reason, we both were like, we both love the shampoo we had. We were like, <laughs> wow, this, that shampoo is really good. I, I don't know who brought it up, but we both were, like, in agreement. That is awesome shampoo. Yeah. And I just felt like... <laughs> There's things I'm crazy. I'm like, here, some of my hair, some of my hair. Doesn't it smell good? <laughs> That's good. That that means that that I did my job. I got you the right gift. <laughs> if you're excited about it, I got you the right gift. Knives are cool too. Oh yeah, aren't they great? Yeah. I, I mean, I haven't done too much cooking since then, but I've used them a few times. I've used the paring knife. Um, These are the ceramic knives. That they the great thing about them is they don't lose their sharpness nearly as quickly as metal ones. Um, there are, I think, sharpening devices out there for them, but I don't know how well they work. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not too expensive, like 20 bucks or something like that for that same set. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not good for anything where you need to put a lot of pressure on things. Anything that uh, you need to apply torque or any kind of mm-hmm. extra force, no. Uh, don't debone a chicken with them, right? But Okay. But anything where you are slicing something that is really, really easily sliced... Yeah, I like I said, I've only used the paring knife. It it seems like it's a little harder to get started through like a pepper skin. It, okay. The starting part. Uh I I really need to use them to chop an onion or something. Yeah. And, and kind of see how that goes. Yeah, the 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 big one, especially for something as big as an onion. But I, I've used uh, my sister I got them for my sister like uh six months what, ago. What are those things called? They're called uh Just ceramic knives. Oh, it doesn't matter the no, no. the ones. Okay. Um. Th- so, I, I used them for. They were great for this. I made I made jalapeno poppers. Uh, and I what I'd like to do with when I do anything with jalapenos, um, because I never know how spicy they're going to be, and particularly for things when I'm making stuff for a bunch of people, I don't like to make it too hot. I uh, did this with salsa too, because I cut off, I, I really do that very thin membrane mm-hmm. in, inside, and I, mm-hmm. I take that off. With those paring knives, they're so sharp and really nice to get okay. in there and under that skin. You can just get that membrane part out. Yeah, I've used it twice so far. I cut some like peppers, like, like they weren't jalapenos, but they were similar to say peppers, and then I used them to uh, do my Brussels sprouts, cut the stems and slice them in half. Uh, pairing wise, I was so nervous at first. I'm like, "Am I going to slice my thumb?" We, you know, these super sharp ceramic knives, but no, they were yeah. pretty much the same deal. Yeah, they're, they're, I mean, they're they're just they're not like super duper awesomely sharp. They just maintain their sharpness longer, right? I guess that's it. I guess keep, that's... keep them away from Heather because she likes cutting on top of the plates and stuff like that. Oh yeah, that <laughs> those are not good for 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 yeah. anything that I've tried yeah. to teach her how to use knives, and she she pulls out the wrong knife all the time. She'll use steak knives to prepare dinner. <laughs> 
it's it's laughably bad i just i tried to i tried I, I didn't even like i tried to do it like i wasn't trying to mansplain or anything i was just trying to like okay here's like some tips on using the knives right. and the right yeah. way to use it and i'll see her with a steak knife on the plate cutting peppers you see my father with a knife it's 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 the most ridiculous thing ever he he only he he, he does this thing where he uses the very tip of the knife because that's where he finds it sharpest and oh when he's trying to repair things he like holds it away so I, I bought him Kevlar gloves because I thought that maybe that would help him not be so fucking scared of, of I remember when you told me about this it was a bunch of years ago right yeah suitor <laughs> <laughs> <Pseudo> farmer <laughs> that's the next step they're in uh, they're in Australia right now. Oh yeah, That's and they're cool. going to be in New Zealand soon. Nice. Well, uh, they they my mother is constantly sending me pictures and shit. I don't care. I mean, I'm happy they're they're, they're having fun. Mm-hmm. And I sent them some pictures um, from from uh, from the Grand Canyon, but I don't send them pictures of payback. every fucking place I go all the time. Yeah, they are constantly sending me updates about what they've eaten and how the weather is. <laughs> I'm not doing that. Here is a random building in Brisbane. <laughs> well, they sent us in the Opera House. That's fun. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, I, I guess yes. Milford South. They sent me from. <clears throat> tell, sent... tell her you're allowed to send me ten photos from your vacation. Make them count. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so far, they've sent one. Uh, these are the same picture, essentially. Two, three, four, five. So, so far, only five. But it's just the beginning. This is like a three-week vacation. So. Okay. Uh, June. June. Saver. Saver. Can you do it? Probably. Max. Uh, almost certainly. Um I'm pretty sure I'm not coaching Max this year. If I'm coaching Allie... I already put it into the PTO. Okay. So... Yeah, no, almost certainly. Um, I won't have... I shouldn't have any soccer fest thing going on. Okay, cool. I mean... Not that Nick wouldn't be able you know... Right, right. It's not going to change your plans at all. Uh, but, I, I mean, they... They weren't expecting you not to be there. You know, we sent them something mm-hmm. about it. They right. d- didn't get to all, everybody. <laughs> Where's uh, Jeff? Yeah. So, you know, it'd be good to, you know, get back inside. And that was also, it, it, it was, it, I I forgot to bring pants. I was wearing shorts both times. Oh, jeez. Uh, but Nick was all dressed up. So he was, he had his jacket and tie. So he made up for me. Okay. All right. Anything else? It's an hour and a half already on the push. Wow, here. really? Well, we had a lot to talk about. It was fun. It was a good show. It was a hell of a show. Holy <coughs> shit, you brought good beers back from Boston. And there's still more to come. Yeah. All right, probably so. all crap. Yeah, probably. <laughs>